Hi, friends, and welcome to All Things Relatable, a place where stories are shared. It's hard to put a value on a story because the lasting effects it can have are often priceless. An individual's story has the potential to impact our lives in tremendous ways. My hope for you in joining me today is that this episode resonates with you and that you leave enlightened, ignited, and inspired because it only takes one moment to spark a change and leave an everlasting effect. Hey friends, today I'm so excited that I get to sit down with Jim Panos. I learned about Jim from listening to one of Chris Harder's podcasts titled Be More Like Jim. And after I listened to that podcast episode, I immediately told the girls in the mastermind group that I was in that they need to, to follow Jim on IG. So Jim was probably wondering why all of a sudden all these Canadian and American girls started following him and how they found him. Well, that's how it happened. I cannot wait to dive into Jim's story so that you'll understand why I'm so happy to connect with him. Jim is a transformational career coach and the author of Find Your Passion, How to Create a Career with More Success and Fulfillment. Jim was not happy in his career and he felt empty and bored, as I'm sure many of you who are listening can relate to, maybe in a previous career or possibly in the one you're currently in. It was when Jim realized that the pain of being in a career he despised was greater than the pain of not being approved by his family, that things had to change. And so his journey to find his passion began. Hey, Jim, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Gandas. It's it's a real pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Yay, I can't wait to dive in. Okay, so can you take us back to the beginning? Were you one of those kids that had these dreams as a child about what you wanted to do when you grew up? Yeah, thank you so much. You know, uh, well, you know, I was not, you know, that special kid or any prodigy or any, any, any sort of that thing. You know, I was just a normal teenager who had actually no idea, you know, what I wanted to do. And uh, I was 16, okay, and it was June 20, okay, and I remember, you know, being, uh, sitting in my uh, living room in my hometown. I was born and raised in Athens, in Greece, and my father looked straight to my eyes, and he's ready to do the, you know, the serious talk. He's like, okay, Jim, it's time for us to decide on your career. Uh, I was like, okay, dad, listen, son. And my father was, you know, was, uh, was uh, a chief officer in Air Force, in military. So uh, he was the classic figure of the strict guy, tall, thin, bald, you know, with a few hair on the side, you know, uh, very like uh, the typical operative figure, if you wish. And uh, he told me, son, you've got three options, law, engineering, medical school, pick one of them. And I was like, dad, there must be other options, right? He said, listen, son, if you want financial stability, pick one of them. And I was like, uh, dad, there must be other options, right? Listen, we are not going to discuss that further, okay? This, these are your options. Otherwise, you have no support from me or your mother. And, you know, I, I was, I was shocked, but at the same time I said, Hey, you know, I've got to decide. So I never fancied math, you know, so I, I went for, for law and that was, you know, a decision that really, really changed everything for me because I, I, I worked my ass off to, uh, literally, you know, sorry, you know, sorry for my words, but literally that. That's the best way to describe, you know, it's literally like 12 hours a day studying every single day for two years. That's how the system was then uh, and there. And, you know, I, I made, it. you know, I made it. and mom was happy. Dad was happy. Uh, and I was trying to convince myself that I was happy, you know, uh, and until one day, you know, I, you know, it was November November 15th, I remember well, it was uh, 2014. I just remember myself studying for my law exams uh, and yeah, for January. And I just take a pause. I smash my desk, you know, and I say enough, you know, and that, you know, 
that was the time when, and back to, you know, to always, you know, bring some value, obviously, you know, to your audience is, you know, self-honesty, you know, what, what, because sometimes, you know, it's, uh, we deny, you know, we are in denial. We deny that we made the wrong decision because we invested so much time and energy and effort into it. And yeah, it comes from our ego, we are humans, but when it reaches that pain point, as you just said, that's where most people, unfortunately, or fortunately, you know, but it's quite common, uh, they just uh, hit that plateau and they say, hey, I've got to do something. You know what? But I've got to. And, you know, that was when I decided that I don't, you know, to, um, uh, to you know, continue my studies, although I did graduate, but uh, that was for me to save time to do my research, you know, so uh, um, that's, um, that's uh, where I really felt, you know, um, my life being, being very, very bad, like I was, I was really depressed, you know, I was just trying to be happy, you know, just hanging out with friends, you know, it's a typical, you know, student, uh, just trying to do things, you know, like running marathons, you know, just to, you know, just to run, literally, just to run away, you know, some, uh, uh, take a gap year, you know, to try to figure something out, which is good, but, you know, all these things, you know, uh, they are also great signs for someone, you know, if you are you know, looking forward to your weekend or your vacation, or, you know, just, you know, feel that there's something missing, that's that's a great sign, you know, uh, for you to make a change, you know. But yeah, thanks for asking that. I don't I don't know if I answered your question, but that <laughs> that was <laughs> well, that was the starting point. Yes, <laughs> yes, no, like yeah. you didn't you didn't have that space to even dream. It sounds like it sounds like this was prescribed. Like you are lawyer, engineer or a doctor, but there's so much in that that you brought up because I think uh, mm. first, like you're saying, if you're looking for that escape, like you wanted to run, you were trying to convince yourself that you're happy. Sometimes we let other people decide for us what our life is gonna look like. And ultimately each of us inside of us, we already know. So, I mean, we can go through the motions, you did the schooling, you studied, you did what your dad wanted mm. to do to make him happy. And your mom was happy, but like you said, you weren't happy. So mm. I think a lot of people struggle with that because sometimes mm. the things that maybe that you're drawn to or passionate about, or the things that light you up don't make sense to other people, even though they're not supposed to, but and trying to um, make everybody else happy. So I think that is yes so good that you brought that to the forefront. And then also how you said, we put so much time and investment into these um, maybe schooling or different endeavors, but all of that is like helping us along our journey, teaching us different skills. All mm -hmm. of it brings mm -hmm. something, even if it isn't the mm -hmm. end, it still yes, yes. is all kind of building and we can use that later on. We're not stuck in one area. So oh, I just Absolutely. love that you bring that up. Okay. So then you finally, you got to the point, you're like, enough is enough. Like I yeah. can't do this anymore. Like the marathons, all of this stuff I'm trying to distract myself with, um, isn't working. So then what happened next? Yeah. Uh, that's a great question. So, um, you know, for me uh, and for the minority, unfortunately, you know, of people, it was luck, literally pure luck. It was literally luck. And that's why I do what I do, because I don't want anyone to rely on luck in terms of, you know, their own happiness. But, but literally for me, it was pure luck. It was like I was literally uh, surfing on YouTube, literally, you know. And I just remember, you know, myself browsing and I just, uh, like there is a window that pops up uh, with uh, an inspirational speech to go for, of some sort, you know, this typical, you know, YouTube motivational speeches. And, but at the end of this video, this guy, whose name I can't even recall, he was not like, you know, a celebrity or something. 
like you said, and I'm a coach. And I know that that sounds, you know, kind of, you know, um, funny, you know, or weird, but, but um, like to explain to you my circumstances, okay, I was born and raised in, you know, in Greece and Greece is a great, you know, place for vacation, but in terms of, you know, of, of the coaching industry and generally, you know, in terms of um, entrepreneurship, in terms of wealth, you know, in society, uh, you know, it's pretty, pretty bad. It's actually, uh, if not the first one, of, like of the first countries, okay, in EU, okay, uh, although it's West, okay, so it's in that spectrum. So, uh, no, there was no such thing as coaching industry or, or coaching profession or nothing to that sort of, okay, um, uh, at least in, you know, in uh, a professional level. So for me, I was like, okay, that sounds awesome. I have no idea, you know, what that is, but it just struck me, okay? It just struck me. And that, you know, is, uh, uh, that made me starting like searching like crazy, you know, what about the industry that, you know, I found that it's not regulated, but at least I found, you know, uh, International Coaching Federation. So long story short, it's the largest, a professional coaching uh, organization uh, in the world. And the reason that I look for that is because, you know, many coaches, they start, um, but they do like a three-day seminar. And that's okay, but in terms of quality, that depends, you know, like uh, on your standards. My own standards are really excellent. It's like, these are my own personal values. It's personal. So I wanted to find something world-class. So, you know, that's how I did my research and that's how I find my program. I created, you know, by ICF and I... I've been doing, you know, this research for, you know, like uh, a couple of years, you know, in terms of, you know, while studying, obviously it wasn't like all day long, but um, uh, it was luck, it was pure luck, but it was hope. And I want to bring something on that is that, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, 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 if you feel that there is an alternative, even if that's not the best alternative, take it because it's, it's, it's your way out, you know? Uh, it's like uh, finding your passion is, is great. It's just, if you are in that state of, you know, dissonance or depression or just boredom or emptiness, you know, at work or, or, or unfulfillment, you know, uh, it's, you know, the first step is just to get out. Really, it's, it sounds simple, but it's not. It's uh, get out, okay? And then, you know, start exploring and, you know, you will get in, you know, into your own zone, you know, uh, sooner or later, but uh, get up. So, um, you know, I moved to the UK, you know, because um, um, the ICF, you know, uh, is based uh, in the States. It's just uh, for someone who starts out and wants to make a career transition, um, you know, the US or even Canada, you know, they are not, um, you know, uh, it's just not that possible, okay? Um, you know, for, you know, uh, immigration and legal purposes, okay? Uh, it's quite strict, the system. So that's why UK, to be honest, like I was planning first, you know, for, you know, US or Canada, then I saw, you know, the system. So it was the fastest way to go. So that's how, you know, when I finished, you know, my studies, like literally, like a few months later, I was, I moved to London, you know, to do the training and start the business. So, um, uh, yeah, it was luck, but, you know, when you have that, uh, like that kind of insight, you know, which might come by accident, you know, in your life, follow it, you know, follow it. Uh, that's very important. It takes courage. Okay. It's not easy, but you've got to do it. It's like, if you feel afraid, that's great. That means that, okay, that, that there are. In this fear, you know, it's where hope, you know, will come, you know. Uh, so that's something that uh, I wish I knew sooner, you know, uh, uh, for everyone. You don't have to be a student, you, have to be, you can be a professional, you can be even, you know, a retiree who wants, you know, to, you know, do something fulfilling. But you've got to follow that, that uh, gut feeling or, you know, butterflies in your stomach, you, you call it, your hands. But, you know, uh, in terms of discovering what you love, really you've got to uh, uh, start cultivating your intuitive skills, if you wish.
uh, it's not problem solving. It is in terms of job research and job interviewing, yeah, you know, then you use that part of your brain, but you know, in terms of intuition, you've got to really uh, listen to, you know, to your heart uh, versus, you know, what uh, your mind and brain will rationalize for you in terms of what is probable, okay, not, uh, you know, what is possible. Uh, and that's something also important. It's like, you know, um, when it comes to that, you know, uh, it's possible. All, all you need to say to yourself, it's possible, you know. Uh, forget about the problem, okay? Because, um, you know, uh, if you think in that way about always what trouble, what trouble, at the end of the day, you will play, you will play it small, you know, and if you play it small, you know, uh, you will still feel that you want more. <laughs> you will still feel that, you know, that uh, lack of fulfillment and, and challenge, you know, because they come together, you know. So, yeah, it was luck, but I did follow my hands on that. Yeah. Okay. I love that. So yeah, you just need a little bit of hope, some courage, listen to kind of like what we touched on before. It's like your intuition and your gut feeling, um, will guide you. And, you know, you can use some of the other skills as you go along with the interviews or, or, or for like the logistical part, but to even, yeah, to get there, you just listen to your intuition and it will guide you. And, um, I love how that's a big leap that you took, but I can totally see, you know, people immigrating into Canada. That's where I'm from. There's these people who come into Canada who have immigrated Mm. that have these um, skills that aren't Mm. able to use them. Like that Mm. come, come here hoping for like this better life, kind of like Mm. you said, but then Mm. they can be restricted with the the transfer of the schooling and and all of the different systems that are into place. Yeah. Mm, so you, you moved. Um, okay. So what was this like? Did you actually like talk to your parents or have a conversation or say, (laughs) Hey, I'm going to, um, let go of this kind of financial security. Kind of like your father said, if you want to be like, have that security, I'm letting go of that to follow my intuition, chase my dreams. I'm moving and I am going to you know, like you said, in Greece, there wasn't a lot of coaching, like that wasn't no, a thing. So how do no, you explain no. this to your parents and how, how do they react? Uh, you don't, uh, I'll explain you <laughs> what I mean about not explain. <laughs> so, um, uh, you, and you know, now in our, you know, case, you know, like, um, like, um, in this example, it's my parents, but can be anyone who has an impact and or slash influence uh, on your life, okay, and on you. That's important. So that can be, you know, a mentor, a friend, a partner. It doesn't matter. A spouse, a husband, a wife doesn't matter, okay. But that's important for everyone to know that. That you know, uh, think of my parents as you know, as as the person or the persons who have the biggest influence on you, okay. And you know that deep in you who these people are, you know. Uh, so. Uh, in my case, you know, I, uh, I, I, because I knew, of course, that there would have been lots of fight and denial and everything else, you know, and, and everything that comes with that. Uh, and I knew that. So that's number one, you know, know that there will be opposition. Okay. Because people have, in most cases, expectations for you. Okay. Yes, because they love you. They care about you. But here is a big, uh, a big distinction. Loving you doesn't mean that they know the best for you. That's a big difference. Again, unconsciously, these things are are strongly linked, you know, into most people's psyche. Okay, because it's a social norm, and it is normal because you know these people raised us, you know, our parents. So. What I did was I, I knew exactly what I wanted to do in terms of that transition, in terms of I, wanted, I knew exactly the program, I knew exactly the expenses, I knew exactly you know, what kind of budget I had. And you know, I did have you know, some uh, you know, budget on the side just for that. So I, I literally prepared for that, 
regardless of what's going to happen. And that's important. You know, it's not, as long as you feel that, you know, uh, and you, you feel that someone might not be supportive. Okay. And how, how do you know that? You don't, but you predict based on their own um, behavior from the past. Okay. So, you know, if you have a parent or a friend who, who is more judgmental versus compassionate, okay. Okay. These are not the first people you want to talk about that. Okay. By definition, you know, uh, by definition, no. Uh, so um, I, I share that with two best friends of mine. Okay. So that was my support group. Okay. So uh, if you want to share that, uh, you know, share that with people that you know, that uh, they will not be judgmental. That's the criteria, really. You are already vulnerable for doing that, okay? All you need is encouragement, you know, and, uh, and people who, uh, and that's important, people who don't encourage you, who are even neutral, they actually discourage you because you need that extra push at the beginning. So I know that that might sound strict, but it's very important at the beginning, you know, because it's, it's you know, um, I won't lie to you, you know, like I do, what I do to really accelerate someone's transition, you know, into their own passion, you know, but by definition, it's not easy, you know, because you've got to go all through, you know, this self-exploration process, you know, and also uh, be consistent with that, you know, it can be a few months or, you know, a few years. So I, I, I shared, you know, my, my decision um, with my best friends and uh, I organized all, you know, everything that I needed to do to just, <laughs> to just get away, just to be up, okay? And uh, regardless of what's happened or, or what other people will think about me. Now, in that case of my father, you know, and mother, and because I was organized in that, you know, uh, when, when the time came for me to tell them that, okay, of, of course, you know, they, you know, they were frustrated, but because I was organized enough, I'll tell you why, because, because I had planned everything in advance, I was certain, at least, you know, uh, that was what I communicated, I was confident. And, and you know, that's, that's good because when, you, when people see you confident, they can't stop you, they can't do anything really. They will, really, they can't do anything really, you know, they won't even, you know, elaborate on that. It's, uh, so that's also a great tip, you know, I never thought about that, but I think, yeah, that's a great tip. Like, you know, if you are organized and prepared, you're well prepared, you will be confident, okay, because preparation builds confidence. And once you are confident, okay, you, people will feel that and they will respect that. That's the key word, okay, you don't have to agree with you because it's insane to expect people to agree with everything you say. That's not how human society works, you know, but... Uh, by your own professional confidence, that will create respect. Uh, and that's actually what happened. You know, there was opposition, but respect. It's like, I disagree, but I cannot stop you. They never tell me I cannot stop you. But that was, you know, um, what was beyond the words, you know. So, mm. um, so no, organize, prepare, have share that with the people that you know they will not be judgmental, okay? And then when the time comes, you know, in terms of, I don't know, moving out, you know, going, doing something that, that it will be noticeable, you know, one way or another, then uh, you do that, um, you know, uh, uh, unless of course, you know, you have great relationships, you know, with, you know, the people that you love most in your life. And that's great. You can share that with them. But I didn't have that privilege. And I think that most, most people, you know, uh, they're not like that. Like family relationships are always hard, okay? Because there is this, you know, strong link between, you know, I love you, I care about you. And that's what you have to do. And that's where, you know, everything gets messed up. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. So complicated. Um, I love that you bring this part up and it just sparks something to me that I never even thought about, but mm. you can't, you said like, and I get this when you're doing something vulnerable, changing, and I mean, just in general, you're like the five people that you surround yourself with. So yes. when you're in that spot, 
like you need to find people who are like your cheerleaders, excited, have that enthusiasm. So you can kind of ride that wave as you're like navigating this, it's kind of scary feelings. But one thing I never even thought of, but now that you brought it up, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so true that even the people who are neutral about it still, that can kind of bring you down because, you know, when I was kind of transitioning from teaching in the classroom to doing the other things that I was really uh, passionate about and curious about. Um, even when I tell people and they were neutral about it, like it didn't feel good to me. I mean, initially in the beginning, right? Like once you get into it and you're doing your thing and you're confident, mm. then people have their opinions. But when you're first starting into something um, and shifting, then yeah, that neutrality can really be like a downer. So even myself, I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, when people have come to me with something and I was just like, oh, great. Or, or not like fired up for them. They've probably thought, okay, she's not my person to like hype me up when I first get into it. Right. So I never even thought about that, but yeah, when you're shifting into something and it's really scary, find your cheer team, find those people who are, you know, excited for you because that energy can go a long way and the momentum just can like things can go faster. I think when you have that in your, in your corner. Absolutely. And, uh, now that like, uh, I'm listening to you, Sari, you know, this back to me, I would like just to add something because, you know, uh, there are also quite a few people, you know, nowadays that, you know, they don't feel that they have that extra person, you know, and that's true, you know, especially, you know, um, post-pandemic. Uh, and I, you know, to, to those people, what I want to say is, uh, doesn't have to be someone that, you know, okay? It can be literally, you know, someone that you've never met, you know, that you have listened to a podcast like that, literally, you know, a mentor who is, you know, anywhere but who has done what you want to do and who you know just share some you know tools and ideas for you to you know just keep going okay and uh that's exactly what i did to keep me going because starting is one thing okay but really following through that's that's i, I would say you know uh the greatest challenge the most uncomfortable one is the beginning because it's new so it's scary, but then it's really more about following through and you know uh, persevering, and that's and uh, and that's you know what I did. I was into uh, into books, okay, personal growth and career books, you know, for me, you know, for me to you know. In my case, it was because I was starting my own business. It was okay, you know, uh, I want to learn more about you know business. Okay, and everything has to do with that. Okay, so if you are looking for, you know, a new career, okay, great. There are books about there, people about there, who are mentors, experts, talking about exactly that, you know, that's why we're here. So, you know, uh, it's, it's not ideal in terms of, you know, having someone next door, but it's, you know, it's something that it can really help me. It really helped me, you know, because I was just alone. You know, I, just, I, I knew no one, you know, in the UK, you know, literally no one, you know, uh, so, um, it's, you know, it's important for you to, you know, remember that that's also a way that can help you, you know, there are through books, through podcasts, through just listening and being in communities, even online communities, you know, that is, that is, that can have a big impact, you know, on to, like on your social well-being because, you know, uh, you start something out and you feel that uh, you need that extra push without having that extra push, okay, uh, I think the online world is you know it's just it's just brilliant you know that's one of the miracles uh of internet you know so uh yeah i just wanted to add that yes. to those you know who feel that they have not someone uh who is non-judgmental because many people most people are judgmental you know so you know yeah. i know what a great what a great way to go too like you said yeah if you, if you feel like you don't have anybody like right there that you know they're such a good point there are so many people that you might not know who are doing what you do 
who are motivational, who have, you know, there's so much out there that you can listen to and absorb that will keep you the momentum going. Cause you know, once you get going and if things aren't going as fast or as smoothly, I mean, there's challenges that come up, um, as you transition, then it's easy to go back to what, you know, like that is, you know, a thought that pops up. It's like, okay, I'm trying this and trying Mm -hmm. this and trying this and trying Mm -hmm. this, and it's not quite working out. So I could go back to that, but it's not what I want to go back to. And Mm -hmm. I think we can do that, right. We can go back to what we were doing and just kind of go back to that space where you just don't, you're not feeling quite alive Mm -hmm. and what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. You know, there are a couple of, uh, everything but yeah that's uh, you know that was something that i needed to say you know in terms of uh of uh, surrounding yourself with the right people and that's ongoing okay that's ongoing that never really stops because as, as you grow and uh, you know some people might not grow at their own pace you know and that's okay you know i'm just saying that you know um as as you will be changing as a person you know, because your values might change your 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 vision for your own personal life might change, you know, uh, it's always something that, you know, to keep in mind that, you know, you will be always, you know, being in that process of, um, of surrounding, of being, being conscious about whom you surround yourself with. So, yeah. Okay. So what do you suggest to someone who, um, is around, I mean, like we said before, our family is complicated and there's mm-hmm. some people mm-hmm. who you're kind of connected to that, um, mm. that that's hard, but you still want to have those connections with, do you just not maybe speak about your passions and just have different conversations with them? Or like, what do you suggest about these people in your life who don't get it? And you, like, you're not going to explain yourself. Yeah. To them? That's a great question. That's a great question. I'm saying you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go over, you know, naysayers, not necessarily, but you know, that I believe, you know, uh, wraps up everything. Uh, yeah, so there is no one magic formula, but what I would say is, um, first of all, as long as you know you have this, you know, uh, strong relationship with them because you know you you love, okay, then stop. Then you know, uh, stopping uh, talking to them is not, you know. Uh, something easy and you should not do that because that's not easy and you know it should like also make you you know feel worse it's like um the best way to deal with that is head on really so that basically means okay you you share them okay you share them okay you do that chat you know not necessarily you know to to you know uh organize that chat like you know it's my father did you know but you know like, you know, uh, in the middle of, you know, a conversation, you know, you, br- you, you bring this up, you know, uh, and, you know, you're certain about that, you're confident about that, that's important, you know, so it's not about what you say, it's about how you say it. It's both, but even more important is how you say it. okay? Uh, so, you know, uh, as long as you're excited about that, share that, you know, don't, don't, you know, don't, don't try to hide, it, you know, and, uh, you know, try to um, restrain that in you. No, no, uh, share that. Now, depending on, you know, someone's reaction, adjust. What does that mean? You know, uh, you see, and that's very important. People, you know, it's it's never personal. That's that's very important. I, I'll explain exactly what I mean about It's never personal in terms of how people will react on, on your decision. It's never personal. Now that might contradict, you know, what I'm saying because you know it might be your parents or your friends. But what I mean by that is that people, uh, when they share an opinion, they actually project on you their own beliefs about themselves and about the world. Okay, so it's really not about you. So if example, okay, you say, hey, you know, I'm going like how to become, you know, an entrepreneur. You know, and you know you're just, uh, you know, and you are, you know, a doctor or a lawyer, you know, and you say that, you know, and you share that, you know, to your, you know, to your, um, 
father or you know best friend you know and you know he or a person tells you ah oh, really but you know um uh, i mean um do you have a plan okay uh do you have money on the side uh do you um like um do you know exactly what you're gonna do you know <laughs> do you know you know who is you know you're a client how you gonna find clients etc so so all these things that will come up okay uh this is exactly what you should not hear when you start out you know because that's something you know that will make you feel worse about it. but now that we are on this podcast you know that that's something that, that, that you should anticipate okay and that's not for you to convince anyone but that these are the questions that he or she would ask if they were you okay so uh it's literally just you know speaking like communicating their thoughts out loud that's it that's it so don't take it personal you know these are the exact same questions they ask they are asking first of all to themselves okay uh that's very important that changes everything because you know that's not because they don't love you or not you know or you know they love you they care about you they ask you these questions and you know, this might not this might uh might not make you feel certain and like enough but at least now you know that it's on you it's on us to really um uh be in charge of how we feel and by by knowing that by knowing that people uh share with you you know their opinions and their opinions you know have you know uh they're basically their own beliefs about life about everything okay so that doesn't mean that you know you have to uh subscribe to them you know but listen or at least you know pretend that you listen okay <laughs> okay because you know you are negative and you know you say hey this is bullshit okay you don't have necessarily to say that okay but you know you can pretend that you are listening <laughs> seriously that's very important because you know they feel valued and you know uh and they will say hey you know uh at least you know uh here she you know, doesn't look you know that uh here she doesn't care about my opinion i know that sounds you know, egoistical or you know, selfish, but that's how people, you know, we think it's like self-interest, you know, what's in it for, for me? That's, you know, that's that's very basic, you know, so that's something that you should always keep in mind. So yeah, basically share that, share your excitement, share, you know, what you want to do, you know, and just then let them, let them ask what, you know, they want to ask, you know, and then take it from there. Now, here's, And that's important. If every time you know you chat, you 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 start feeling you know this kind of neutrality or negativity that might have an impact on you, you know. So if you talk next time and next time, and they keep asking you, "Oh, hey, did you have any new clients today?" No, no. Okay, so you forbid this kind of conversation upfront, you know. So um, you do that chat and you say, "Hey, you know, um, I mean, if they are supportive, keep chatting, but." You know, if you feel that, you know, they're kind of, you know, uh, opposing to this or they are neutral, you know, then uh, then just, uh, you know, let them, you know, um, let them uh, let that new insights, you know, for them to settle in again. And, you know, if they ask you again, it's okay. But if they keep asking you something that you feel, that, you know, it makes you feel bad, you know, because... You know, it just reminds you of all the things that you know you know that you have to be dealing with, but you just want to relax because they are your loved ones. Then do that so. In that case, say, "Hey, listen, I love you. I know that you love me, and I know that you really care about me. It's just I don't uh, feel comfortable having this conversation, um, you know, with you or generally with anyone. That might not be the case, but you know, tell them that." And, because I have been dealing with, you know, this, and I've been thinking with this all day long, okay? So what I want to do with, with the people I love is, you know, to just chill, you know, and you know, discuss anything else, but, you know, we don't have to necessarily get into that. You know, there are so many nice, uh, you know, topics that we can discuss, you know? Uh, um, 
How does that sound to you? Yes. Okay. So, uh, and then most people will respect that, okay? If, if they keep being intrusive, if you give a warning about that, say, hey, I understand, but I think we already agreed on this. And, um, you know, uh, as an ultimate measure, just stop, you know, communicating, talking, you know, with them for a while, whether that's, you know, two weeks, a month, two months, doesn't matter. But um, that's kind of, you know, the, the process, you know, it's not you stop, you know, at all, no, because you love them, they love you, it's normal, okay? But that's, that's the kind of the hierarchy, you know, the rules of, uh, uh, of importance, you know, yeah. Yes. No, I love that. And I feel like how you said, you know, maybe they'd be asking themselves the same question, right? It's like yes. a reflection. So that kind of takes the charge off of it when you don't, when you let that go, it's like, not like they're, you know, they'd be asking themselves or setting themselves or wondering this or thinking this. So instead of taking it maybe like as a personal attack or, or like bumping up all of your own insecurities around things, the stuff that they bring up, that it's just like, it takes the charge off of it when you realize maybe it's just, they'd ask themselves the same question. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So great. So, okay. Compassion. So when, compassion. Yes. Compassion. Yes. Um, so once you got to the UK and you started diving yeah. into mm-hmm. coaching, like mm-hmm. how did you start to shift? Like, what did that feel like when you, like, did you know, like once you saw that video and like coaching was available and that like kind of light turned on, did you know, did, like instantly, was that like, oh my gosh, this is what I need to do. Or did that kind of slowly evolve? Mm, great question. Yes. Slowly kind of develop. Yeah. Um, both. <laughs> okay. So I'll tell you. So, you know, um, that was, as you said, the whole, the trigger. Okay. And that brings me to the next thing, which is you know, you've got to actually do something about that. You have to try this out, whatever that you know, uh, Hans is. You know, if you feel that you know you want to do, you know, to take this, you know, guitar lessons or dance lessons, you know, okay, do it. Okay, do it. Like schedule, them, you know, schedule your first class, you know, and and try it out. So I would say that was kind of like fifty uh, percent uh, because you know. Uh, I, I, I had never practiced coaching, literally, you know, how do, how do you discover, you know, one's values, you know, vision, you know, fears, unconscious biases, not at all, you know, so uh, because uh, in my training, it's training, it's not a master's degree or something, because, you know, I, I decided to not do a master's, I wanted to, you know, get like some real hands-on experience and my training, it was obligatory to have clients already, okay? So, and you practice with your clients, <laughs> literally as you go, I know, yeah, I know, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was quite uh, intimidating, say the least, okay, you know, I had just no idea, but um, uh, uh, when, uh, like, it was during the first, I would say, month or so that I really, I really felt it, I really felt that I can coach like anyone for like 24 seven, you know, like literally, you know, like literally trying to figure out, you know, what the past about, you know, or not like I can do that 24 seven, literally like, you know, and I can do, I mean, I haven't tried that, you know, in real life, but I, I believe like 48 hours, I could do it straight, you know, with just some water, you know, uh, so um, that's passing, you know, and um, so, and that comes because what you mentioned here is great because many experts, okay, they say you've got to um, practice that a lot in a way that you will fall in love with it, okay? Now, I believe that's a myth, and I'll explain to you why that's a myth, okay? Because, you know, that started, you know, uh, from some uh, Harvard Business Reviews regarding uh, how fulfilling is your word, uh, like is your work, excuse me, um, in correlation to your degree of uh, feeling challenged. Because, you know, if we feel enough challenge at work, you know, we become more engaged 
Ken's happier, Ken's fulfilled. And that's great, you know, that's that's true. You have to always, you know, be feeling challenged, you know, at work. But uh, there is this opinion, um, you know, this that says, hey, you should literally, you know, do something, you know, a specific kind of activity, you know, or a job, you know, you know, for years, you know, or even for, you know, for months to love it. Now that's a myth, you know, that's where I stand. That's where, you know, I say, no, you should not waste your time, okay? That's what m- many uh, experts try to do that because, uh, uh, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm saying that, you know, in a good way, it's just, it is hard to do research, to see how you can find, how you can help people to find what they're really passionate about. It is hard. That's what I did, you know, it is, it is hard. You know, it is extremely hard to test that in real life, to come up with, you know, um, a method, a science, a science-based method on how you can do that. So, because, you know, uh, it's quite hard, you know, uh, most people, you know, they went on the other direction. Stay there where you are, do it, do it a lot, be challenged and love it, and that's your passion. Uh, yeah, that has worked, but but like with one fourth, okay. Uh, and I'm saying that because, you know, it's like uh, yes, you might be. It's like like food, like food. Okay, let's say that you don't like food. Okay, um, uh, you prefer you know eating meat. You know, but you know that you know uh, you know that's not that good, you know, for your health. Doctor said, hey, eat a little bit, you know, for fish, you know, than, uh, than you know, than meat. And you say, you know, I don't like it. And, you know, doctor says, okay, start, you know, with, start with just, you know, one day, you know, you know, and you start with one day and, you know, you find great recipes, you know, that, you know, make it, you know, make like everything feel nice and, you know, be tasty, you know, uh, and delicious. And then you just, Go from one day, two days, three days, four days, five days, and you know it becomes a habit. Okay, that doesn't mean necessarily that you will love the things. It 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 just means that you don't dislike it. That's a big difference. That's a big difference. There is a scale in terms of passion. Passion is you know eleven out of ten. Passion is you know like uh, a positive uh, the positive side of obsession of doing something. You know uh, so. Um, so yeah, if I, you know, if I don't like bananas and I eat bananas, like, you know, every single day, okay, I will get used to them. I will get used to them. I will get used to them as, you know, as, you know, as, as prisoners get used to prison, you know, at the beginning it's hard, but then you get used to it. doesn't mean that, you know, you actually love it. You, know, you I say, okay, it's not that bad at the end of the day. And that's what, where the vast majority of the workforce is right now. You know, it's like, it's not so bad. And that's okay, but you know, to those who really, you know, you know, will want you know to uh, say, hey, you know, I just want to feel free while working. Okay, I'm not saying I'm I'm all signed up, you know, for financial freedom, etc. You know, but you know, I also believe that true freedom is, you know, when you do something that you love, you know, you are really free in terms of at least what you do in your time at work. You know, you know that that moment you are in the flow and you are free because you you just love that you know so uh instead of trying to do anything else to avoid that you know uh which is exactly the current culture you know we are in so thanks for mentioning that because yes it's important you know to try this out to test it out okay but what i would recommend is literally you know if that activity for example that you feel a hunch about being passionate about example Dance, okay. Let's say Latin dance. Let's say it's flamenco. Example, you know, that's what happened, you know, with uh, uh, a recent client of mine. Okay, um, um, uh, she's in customer service, and you know, she wants to tr- uh, uh, transition to uh, flamenco dancing. Okay, N- now her realization in terms of, you know, I love flamenco in terms of, of the practice literally came, you know, after after twenty one hours of practice or something. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, 21 hours, okay, within the first month, okay, that's that's enough for you to just, you know, okay, it might be, you know, in more like some cases, two months, but no, you don't have to, you know, stay in a job, you know, four, five, six months, you know, one year, two years, three years, four years to say, okay, now I feel I'm, you know, I am 
like uh, I'm feeling it. No, no, uh, no. Uh, you might uh, ending up, you know, not disliking or even liking a little bit, but it won't be, you know, that awe which is real. You know, it's just needs some exploration, some self-awareness, some self-exploration, you know. So thanks for mentioning that, that because, you know, it's easy to, you know, um, to say someone, yeah, get used to it. But it's hard to actually, you know, get into the nitty gritty of, you know, uh, what you love, you know. So thanks for mentioning that. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes, I love that. No, like what, what I hear you saying, I'm thinking is like, you help people find their passion in yes. like a sh- like shorter period of time, like as yes, quickly yes. as possible, like trying out different things and not having to spend intensive amounts of time at each thing to then find it. Like you like dive right in to the nitty yes. gritty and figure out like what it is that you can try. Okay. So then. Yes, yes exactly. Exactly. Within like you know, three to six weeks max. You know, it's just like, uh, think of it as accelerating, accelerating the self-awareness process of someone's life for that specific period of their lives. And, you know, to make a good decision, you know, for the next three to five years, at least. Okay, okay. So we just have a few minutes left. So this kind of rolls into my my next question. So- as we evolve and grow, our passions might too. So how do you know if you're ready to step into something new? That's a great question. Uh, well, first of all, know that you will never be 100% ready. You know, so you don't have to feel 100% ready. But how do you know that you're ready for something new? As I said before, you know, look at the signs, you know, observe yourself. Okay, how do you feel, you know, at work, you know, at the end of your day, okay? Do you feel, you know, um, any kind of boredom or emptiness or that you want something more, you know? Do you feel overwhelmed, you know? Uh, do, you, uh, do, you, uh, do you feel that, uh, did, did you find out that, you know, something that excites you, that really excites you, you know? Or even that something that looks quite interesting, you know, to you, you know, follow that, you know, follow that, you know, uh, uh, in most cases is, you know, just get out, you know, which means, you know, just uh, uh, explore, you know, something, you know, explore something, uh, explore, ask what you want uh, and, and be honest and be honest. So, and of course, you know, the classic sign is, is, you know, uh, you're feeling, um, you're feeling, you know, this kind of um, uh, hunch or gut feeling that, hey, I feel that I have to try this, whatever that this is. It might be a new business idea, it might be anything, but that's also a great sign. And, you know, if you feel afraid, that's also an even greater sign. So a greater sign, sorry. So, yeah. Yes. Okay. I love that. Yeah. That pull where you're like, I need to try this. Maybe it doesn't even make sense. Maybe it's like out of Mm. left field, but when you're feeling like, Oh, I just need to give this a try, like follow, follow that intuition. Um, So Mm. if somebody's listening today and they feel stuck or bored in their current job, what's one thing that they can do to start the momentum? Mm, One thing. Okay. That is great. That is great. Okay. So they have, uh, they have already, uh, I assume, uh, realized that they want make a change right we take mm-hmm. that you know as granted right yeah they want to make a okay. change they just don't know okay. like what should i start like how do you even go about starting yes yes great 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 question so um okay there are quite a few things but i would say them like uh the most important one would be to um would be to take some time off Okay, now we are, you know, in the great resignation era. So, you know, if you are not working great, just take, you know, a quick getaway, you know, for one or two days, ideally in nature. Okay, and grab uh, grab a pen and paper. Okay, and uh, and uh, ask yourself, you know, uh, this uh, six six questions. Okay, what are my values? What uh, uh, what 
what is my vision, my personal life vision, and that includes financially, personally, uh, and uh, in terms of the impact you want to make on the world. What is my purpose? And that means, okay, what I would love, um, uh, what cause I would like to, you know, serve, okay, or who I would like, uh, or who I like um, uh, uh, to serve. So, uh, what are my values? What is my purpose? Uh, what uh, uh, what is my vision? What are my interests? What are my favorite skills? And what are my favorite strengths? Okay. And you and write these six questions down. Okay. And ask them out loud. Okay. And and then start writing. Okay. Whatever comes up to your mind. Okay. In that space where you will just be, you know, carefree and relaxed. Okay. Ideally in nature. Okay. Uh, that's important, and uh, and then just find common patterns, okay, amongst your us, okay, and just pick one and just go, okay. I know that it was not just one single thing, but it's one thing with a few little sub things, if you wish. But I think that's you know the most actionable thing that someone can do. Literally, you know, get away. Uh, just be away from everyone and everything, okay? And just ask yourself the right questions, okay? That's that's the key to self-awareness. And I think then the one thing, you know, we bring the other, but that's the fastest way to really make a change, really. Wow, I love that. And it's like, how simple. I know, like reading through your book and going through the exercises, all of the questions that you ask, I'm like, oh my gosh, Yeah just journaling about it. And, and I like how you said, like in the book, being honest, I mean, like, Mm. you know, we can Mm. all, when we sit down and journal and think about things, we can write what we think, you know what I mean? The maybe not honestly, and then things won't actually come to the service, but the questions that you ask in the book, as you kind of go through each phase are just open up this, I don't know, this, this world where you're like, oh my goodness, the thoughts just pour out and they're such good questions. So I think that mm. is um, what a great way to start getting things out there. You know, things mm. that we stuff inside of us maybe, or yes. like are afraid to let out or say out loud. It's like, oh no, no, no. Like Pandora's box is opening. Everything is coming out. And then you can like start to do something with it and just be curious about it. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's exactly that. Really, it's asking the right questions, really. And you don't have to have the perfect answers, but starting a question will open up your mind. And that's all you need. You need hope. That's what we need, you know, in this, you know, when we feel, you know, in that way, we need hope. And uh, by asking, that's it, you know, asking the right questions. Yes. And such a good point that you just brought up and it, you don't have to have the perfect answers. It can be all be messy and something might be surprising or, you know, yeah. things don't have to flow out in perfect order. Like just let it out. Mm, um, exactly. Okay. I'm curious after, um, seeing your transition into this career that you're so passionate mm. about mm. and that you love, um, mm. have your, has your family changed their view on what success can look like? <laughs> what a great question. Thank you so much for asking that. Absolutely. They are my biggest advocates. And guess who is my biggest one? Well, Your dad. My father. My father, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. L- literally, um, he actually invested in the company. You know, so uh, literally, literally. You know, it's, uh, uh, and not because, you know, I'm his son, you know, because he's not that, that kind of guy. You know, he will support whenever he wants, you know. So uh, literally, you know, he he just loved. He actually loved, you know, uh, my work uh, because he got to know uh, the impact that I can do, you know. And of course, that you know, I can do something and you know, uh, doing it full time and not being broke, you know, as you know, he told me. And he realized that after the book. So you know, my mom was kind of always more supportive, and you know, she might, you know, she might have been against that, but you know, uh, she, you know, she. She has been supportive, you know, but my dad, you know, went from, you know, from judging that to being my biggest advocate. So, um, and I want to bring 
this, you know, back to, you know, uh, to, to everyone, you know, who's listening to you, which is, you know, um, as long as people, you know, see everyone, you know, loved ones, strangers, see that you are happy, okay? And um, you're making at least, you know, a decent living, you know, in terms of doing something that you love, you know, uh, it's just, it's just uh, contagious. It's just, you know, they just see that. You know, they see that, they see their vision. But it will take time. It will take, you know, it might take years. You know, it might never, you know, happen, but it's, uh, it eventually does happen. You know, I'm not saying have expectations about that, but I'm saying it's quite natural to happen, you know? So uh, it is real, it's real. Like uh, your biggest measures might be your biggest advocates, you know, once they see what you can do, you know? So that's Wow, that's big. oh my gosh. That's just like <laughs> the most beautiful thing ever that, you know, it's like when people, it's their own things, right? Like you said in the beginning, like your parents just love you and want to the best for you and to protect you and to help, you know, guide you to what they think will be like a great life for you. But really they just want to see you happy. So that just like, oh my gosh, hearing that your dad, who was like, you know, this, 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 here are your three choices. What are you doing? Has now seen like your passion and how happy you are doing this has actually invested in you in that way is just wow so so beautiful to see (laughs) thank you so much that's that's the power you know of of, you know literally you know discovering and uh, following what's really possible that's really the power because it's just you just don't care you just don't care like you are okay. You are okay with everything that happens because you have, you 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 really extract your source of inspiration, energy from you, from what and from what you do, you know. So, uh, like most people will follow, and the ones that won't follow, you know, they will never. But you know, it's 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 just that it's it's just that as simple as that. <laughs> Yes. And it takes like one person to spark a change. I say this and leave a lever everlasting effect, like mm. from, mm. you know, you being from Athens, Greece, and that's kind of like the coaching thing. Isn't really something that's in the forefront, mm. you know, maybe that, mm. you know, you're relatable. People know that you're from there. Maybe people will start to shift their, their minds on like what's possible for them or, or what, you know, what life could be like just from, you know, one person following their passion and doing what lights them up. So. Exactly. And, you know, I wanted to add on that. It's, it's, it's really, uh, you know, uh, and, you know, you don't have, you know, it's not about, you know, being born, you know, in Greece, you know, or, or anywhere. It's about really uh, that you can make the most, you know, out of your life with the resources you have right now. I think that's the biggest lesson I'd like to share here. It's just, you know, you really have no excuses. You know, it's just, you know, uh, a middle-class, you know, boy, you know, from, you know, a poor country, you know, was able to run, you know, to start a business, run a business, you know, and getting paid, you know, by their passion, publishing like an Amazon bestseller. If, you know, I can do this and just online, okay, just online, you know, uh, let alone, you know, being born, you know, uh, in the States or Canada. You know, so like there are no excuses, really. That's what I'd like to say. Like, like you've got all the resources, you know, you need. And by resources, I mean resourcefulness. You know, you can explore that, you know, seek for support from other people. Okay, do something about that. But uh, you have all the system and the infrastructure to make it happen, you know. And, uh, and you know, that's how I made, you know, my business viable. You know, I didn't. Of course, you know, because, you know, uh, I didn't even work with Europeans at the beginning, you know, uh, it was states, you know, it was Americans, you know, it's a, like, yes, it's a candidate, <laughs> but yeah, so, um, so uh, really just go, you know, wherever, you know, uh, you believe uh, you can uh, thrive with your passion, okay, now it doesn't have to be, you know, the states or Canada, but what I'm saying is, you know, also go to the right environment, okay, so as long as I was able to do that, you know, uh, and you know, I was not, I was never something special. I was just 
average. I just became extraordinary because, because you know, I love you know what I do. So uh, I just want everyone to know that like, you know it's not that me you know doing that story or something. It's just you know it's it's really as long as I was able to do that you know uh, under these circumstances you know in, you know with with every kind of possible obstacle you know uh, you know you you really can do like everything. Uh, that's that's I think the most important part that I'd like to share. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Love yeah. that. Okay. So lastly, where can everybody connect with you? Grab a copy mm. of your book, find out what's going on. Great. Thanks for asking. So um, first you can go to my website and there you will be able to find my book as well. Uh, it's also um, it's also 50% off for for the next uh, 24 hours approximately. Yeah. So uh, there is an offer um uh, 50% off uh till um till uh pacific time zone um midnight uh next tuesday okay uh and it's gympanos it's j i m p a n o s gympanoscoaching.com okay gympanoscoaching.com and you can also drop me an email at contact us okay with us uh contact us at gympanoscoaching.com. Please contact us at gympanoscoaching.com and feel free to, you know, share like, you know, anything like if you feel that, that you know, share your journey, just reach out. I'd love to hear from you. You know, if you honor me by reading the book, that's great. I'd love to know what you think. And yeah, just really just keep, keep like keep going, you know, for what you love. Really. Mm. Yay. I love it. Well, thank you for being here. I feel like I could just keep talking to you for hours and hours or so much, but honestly, (laughs) like this book is absolutely incredible. So go grab yourself a copy of the book or connect with Jim. We'll put all the, all the links in the show notes for everybody. So thank you for being a guest today. I really love talking with you. Thank you so much, Candice. You are an incredible interviewer, really. And I, I don't exaggerate here. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of All Things Relatable. If you know someone that would relate to this episode and get value from it, please pass it along. Also, if this episode resonated with you, I would love for you to rate, review, and subscribe.